goodness! Justin Jefferson pulled it in! Looking for A.J. Brown. He's got it! Touchdown! In trouble, T.J. Watts. I am just, like, stoked about this Lions team. Debo Samuel! There he goes! Foot on the gas! All the way! Two MVP season. Not overreacting, but it might be happening. Caught in the end zone! Keenan Allen! There he gets him! It is Parsons! Back at the 21. I love the upside, the athleticism. Kelsey, good night, touchdown, Chiefs win it. All right, week 18 of the NFL season is here. We're at the point where we're going to see multiple backup quarterbacks this week. We have some games with massive playoff implications on the line for the final playoff spots going into the 2023 playoffs. What's going on, Tom? What's going on, Dom? How are we doing today? What's up, guys? Right. We got we got like a different stuff today because we got about four games to preview. These are the four games that pretty much matter um, between the two teams to like an extent. And then we're going to go with our upside picks. Uh, we're going to go with some seeding predictions and then we'll give who we think is going to win the national championship game, which is on Tuesday or is it on Monday? Monday night at Monday night. I believe 7.30. So it still makes no sense why the national championship's on a Monday night, but it is what it is. Yeah. Well, would you rather it just be Saturday night? Yeah, it should just be Saturday. Like, why is it not? Well, the NFL is playing. <laughs> I guess the NFL has Saturday yeah. night. NFL can change it. I don't know. Friday night. The NFL honestly, throw that in. Anybody has changed for the NFL. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Friday night, I feel like would work because the national championship for college basketball is also on Monday night, right? Yeah, because they do the Saturday Monday. Uh, yeah. Four. Yeah. Maybe that's just a thing. But so it. that's a four thirty <laughs> start for the students over there in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> And the game's in, is it in Texas or is it in Vegas? It's in, it's in Houston, Houston. yeah. It's Houston. Yeah, I feel like it's always in just like Texas, honestly. So it's at, I guess it's at NRG Stadium. Yep. Yeah, okay. Big for sense. Michigan that, uh, that Texas didn't make it because although Michigan fans travel well, like you don't want to give Texas a home. Yeah, it would have been, would have been nuts if Texas made it. Yeah. Um. All right, so... We have, uh, we'll preview the first game because I think we all would take like this, like the, there's two Saturday games. I think we'd all take the Steelers, hopefully to beat the backups to the Ravens on the road, but they're not locked into a playoff spot. Even if they win that game, they will need some help. But the first game we're going to talk about is between the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. Both are nine and seven. Both could still win the division. Um, what happens with the Jaguars and the Titans on Sunday, but winner of this game is pretty much guaranteed a playoff spot, um, either via the division or uh, one of the final wild card spots. Um, so yeah, the Colts are a point and a half favorites, um, or excuse me, the Texans are a point and a half favorites on the road. CJ Stroud is playing. These are probably two teams that we did not think would be nine and seven at this point, like in our preseason predictions. I think. All of us thought both these teams were not going to make the playoffs. And I just remember my predictions. I thought these were going to be the bottom two teams in the division and would have losing records by here. So it's kind of crazy that these two teams are playing here. And it's exciting. It would be sick if like Anthony Richardson was leading this Colts team. But shout out to Gardner Minshew. Um, I'll throw to you, Tom, first. Who do you like between these two teams on Saturday night? Um, I'm going to, I think... See, I'm really rooting for the Texans because I want Stroud. I want to see Stroud in the playoffs as a rookie. And but I just think some of the Colts, they're at home, and they are um, still playing pretty good football. Gardner Minshew, these late game, uh, these late season games, he seems to just always somehow get it done. So I'm going to roll with the Colts here. Um, I think Stroud falls just a tad short in his rookie year, and then 
Um, well, next year is when he'll he'll really you know burst onto the scene. But Texas had a couple injuries. Like Tank Dell is still obviously out for the season. Nico Collins is still a little banged up, even though he had a good game last week. Um, but give me the give me the Colts here. Yeah, I feel like both teams are definitely dealing with some injuries right now. I think a lot of the uh, offensive linemen for the Colts are currently hurt. I saw that today. Uh, Dom, do you agree with Tom? Do you like the Colts as well, or or you're feeling? I've been going back and forth on this game, so I don't know if you guys remember, but these teams played back in September, and that was um, the game that Anthony Richardson got hurt. Gardner Minshew came in and went 19 for 23 with 170 yards to lead the Colts to a win. Like that was just insane that he came off the bench to do that. Um, Zach Moss even had an insane game. Like it seems like the Colts have the Texans number, and I remember, I think I picked the Texans to win this game originally, and once they lost i said like they're done like you can't even beat the colts like how are you gonna like keep going and now here they are um fighting for the last playoff spot and i don't i don't really love this pick at all but i'm gonna take the texans to get their revenge win this game on the road um i don't love it by any means but i do think that now that the texans are somewhat fully healthy again like last week they completely dominated uh, the Titans, they struggled a little bit against the Browns two two weeks ago when they were um, a little more banged up. So I'm hoping that enough of their players are healthy and that they're ready to go. So I'm expecting the Texans to win a close game here. Yeah, I also had the Texans in this one as well. Um, I feel like, yeah, it's going to be super close. I like Stroud just kind of coming back through injury. We'll see how his receivers look. Obviously, we know Tank Dell and how like healthy Nico Collins is going to be. But I'm going to ride with you down here. I do like the Texans on this one, even though they don't have a great away record this year. Um, and the Colts are not like anything crazy at home either. They're 4-4, four and four, but yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. I think I'd rather see the Texans in the playoffs between these two teams. But then again, like that's just probably me wanting to see the more exciting quarterback. I feel like the Colts are probably more complete team right now, but they're not like I, – I can't see either one of these teams winning a playoff game if they get in. Yeah, like the thing with the Colts is – out of their last five games, they've had two absolute stinkers where they lost to the Falcons and the Bengals, but then they also completely destroyed the Steelers and won a pretty easily against mm-hmm. the Raiders. So, like, you really never know what you're getting from them. And I guess the Texans are kind of in the same boat, but um, I'm hoping that they can just sneak out one more win because it would be crazy if, I mean, either of these teams, obviously, winner makes the playoffs, but like you mentioned, not, none of us thought they even had a chance when the season started. Yeah. Uh, so we'll hop to, uh, we just talked about the AFC South. We'll talk about some NFC South playoff implications. So we're not going to talk about the Bucks uh, panthers game because we're all probably predicting the Bucks to beat the Panthers to win the division. Um, but the Falcons and Saints, who are versing each other in New Orleans, uh, both need the Bucks to, to lose to the Panthers if they want a shot at the division. Uh, if the Bucks do lose to the Panthers, the winner of this game does end up winning the division, which is crazy. Um, the, the Saints... Are technically still alive though, uh, for a wild card spot if they do win. I believe if the Falcons win this game and the uh, Bucks win, they're pretty much done. Uh, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't think they can get a, play, uh, a wild card spot. So this is a big game for both teams. They're both still alive this far into the season. Neither of these teams really deserve to make the playoffs, but with the expanded playoff format with the NFC South, that's how it's going to look. I do think. The Saints win this game at home. I don't think it's going to look pretty. I don't think that they're going to convince me that they should be in the playoffs. But I do think that they're going to beat the Falcons, who also should not be in the playoffs or even in this picture as well. I'm interested to see who Arthur Smith will go to in the most important game of the year. Will he go to his weapons or will he go to Tyler Algier and Jonu Smith? Um, who will we see at quarterback at the end of the game for Atlanta? Will we see a change again? I don't know. I'm going to go New Orleans to win this game. Dom, who do you have? 
Now, so you mentioned Atlanta's weapons. Is Cordell Patterson considered weapon, or is he considered good? Which, which, where does he fall in that ranking? I don't even know at this point. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I was riding the Falcons all season, and these past four weeks, they've gone uh, one and three with three pretty bad losses. Um, with three pretty bad losses. So I mentioned it on the Week 17 recap. I'm done with the Falcons. I hate the Saints, honestly, as much as I hate the Falcons. So, like, I if the Bucks do happen to lose and, and this becomes a winner, wins the division type game, it'll be just gross to see either of these teams make the playoffs. But I'm going to take the Saints here at home. Derek Carr's probably going to start the game with an awful stat line and then, like, just get some garbage time scores at the end to make himself look better. That's what he does every week. It's kind of been enough for them recently. So I'll take the Saints here at home. I kind of I just hope the Bucks win at this point, so we don't have to see either of these teams anymore. I agree. Tom, do we have a clean sweep? Uh, I am certainly going with the Saints here because if you guys remember in the beginning of the season, <laughs> I picked them to be the division winner, and now they have a chance to do so. So it would be foolish of me to jump off the bandwagon now in Week 18. And the Falcons are the Falcons. They choke away a lot of games and seasons and pretty much everything. So there's no reason for me to think that this would be any different with Arthur Smith, you know, coaching that. Team. So give me the Saints for sure, and hopefully my preseason pick uh, winds up being a hit. It is funny that all of our picks might not be the division winner. It may go to the team yeah. that none of us predicted in the Bucks. Um, but hopefully we don't have to see two NFC South teams in the playoffs. But it's definitely possible because we have the uh, Bears and uh, going to Green Bay. They're going to be trying to play spoiler because the Bears are eliminated from the playoffs. The Packers are eight and eight. The Bears are seven and nine. Packers win and they're in as most likely the seventh seed. They could eventually get up to the sixth seed if LA loses. But if Green Bay loses and a team like Minnesota, Seattle, or uh, New Orleans wins, they could be out of the playoffs. So this means a lot more for Green Bay than it does for Chicago, but I'm sure Chicago would like to play spoiler for this one. I will ask you, Dom, who you like first between these two teams as the Packers are, I just had it up, Who are, they are three-point favorites at home here against the Bears. Yeah, so first of all, it's very surprising that they're only three-point favorites at home. You feel like that number should be a little bit more towards the Packers, but the Bears have won four out of five now, and their one loss was on the um, missed Hail Mary against the Browns. Like, there's a chance the Bears are 5-0 and in their last five, and it's not too crazy to think. Um, I actually didn't really like consider that as too much as I just looked into it right now, so it's making me maybe rethink my pick, but I am going to take the Packers here. Uh, it was probably, what was it now, five weeks ago, where I said the Packers would finish the season with four or less wins, five or less wins, something like that. Just all-time bad take um jordan love keeps proving me wrong and for whatever reason the packers just own the bears doesn't matter if aaron Rodgers is the quarterback or not they just for whatever reason own this team so i'll take the packers at home here in lambo win and get in they'll probably like you said be six or seven depending how the rams go all right i'm gonna take the opposite team i like the bears in this one just because mm -hmm. they're a hot team as of late i think they're gonna want to play spoiler on the road and the Packers have owned the Bears with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to say that Jordan Love owns the Bears yet. It's been a very small sample size. So I think Chicago is going to win this game on the road and eliminate Green Bay from the playoffs. And they're going to end the season on a very high note. And Justin Fields is probably going to just up his trade value even more. So we're split here. Tom, who's the deciding pick between this three? Going to go with the Bears. Uh, wow. I brought up some... Well, the biggest point was that... Um, they would love nothing more than to play spoiler, I'm sure, because they already locked up the first pick. They have absolutely nothing to play for. 
But Justin Field has something to play for. He's pretty much has one more chance to put on a show and have the last hope at keeping his job before getting traded for, I guess, what eventually would be Caleb Williams replacing him. Um, I'm going to pick the Bears here because, like you said, Jordan Love does not own the pack, does not own the Bears yet. Very small sample size, and Bears have nothing to lose, and Justin Fields has everything to lose. So, and he probably is a little annoyed and feeling disrespected by everybody at this point. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope Justin Fields shows out. Yeah. So I guess we'll get into it later on. So I guess Dom, based off these predictions, you think Green Bay will get the seventh spot? Uh, I guess for me personally, I think like Seattle will probably get the seventh spot. Do you agree on yours, Tom, or do you think? I guess Minnesota can get it too if they ended up winning. If they beat well, Detroit. If I'm picking well, the Bears here. Does Seattle have so Seattle has the, has a tiebreaker over New Orleans. So if both of them win, Seattle stays ahead. If Green Bay loses and Seattle wins, they then go in a full game into the seven seed. So I'm gonna pick the Seahawks to make this seven because the Vikings need like ten million things to happen. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So it'd be the Saints yeah. that I meant. Yeah, that you'd probably like. Yeah. So unless the so is the Saints and if the Bucks lose, the Saints get in. Is that? Yeah, Bucks yeah, they're both eight and eight. Saints get in. Um, well, Saint, yeah, the Saints could get in as possibly. a wild. Saints could get in as a wild card team too. Like there's. Yeah, yeah, they just need yeah. Seattle to lose. Seattle and Green Bay yeah. to lose. But if, it's, it, it, is it winning? If, is it if so? If Seattle wins and Green Bay loses, Seattle loses, gets in. They're in. Yeah. Okay, so I will say Seattle makes a seven seed here. Unless I don't know what Tampa's situation if they go eight nine, but whatever. Oh no, they'll be they'll be eight nine. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If New Orleans wins, I guess it. That's crazy that Atlanta could still win the division at eight and nine, at like seven and nine going into this week because they'll get all the tiebreakers, which is just wild. Uh, so the final game we'll talk about is definitely probably the game of the week. It is going to be the Sunday night football game. The ten and six Bills going to Miami. Uh, Bills are three point favorites against the eleven and five Dolphins. This is for the division winner. Um, of this game is most likely going to be the two seed. I think that's actually a guarantee that they it's are going to be the two seed. Yep. Yeah, guaranteed they're the two seed. Now, if Miami loses, I think they'll be the sixth seed. But if Buffalo yep. loses and Pittsburgh wins and Houston wins, they could be out of the playoffs completely. So that's kind of crazy. I have that correct. Just want to double check that. I think I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Um, if Buffalo does fall to ten and seven, because uh, the Steelers yeah. would have the tiebreaker over them. Yeah, just say one more time what you said, just to make sure, because it's so yeah. It's so the... basically, Miami wins. Uh, yeah. they're the two seed, and Buffalo could fall out of the playoffs if the Steelers win. Um, because and the Jaguars also still and the win. Jags win. Yeah, both those two teams have to win. So yeah. if the Steelers lose on Saturday, the Bills clinch a spot, I believe. Could still get in as the. Would it be? Clinch, yeah, I guess it would be the seven seed. Clinch is a wild card. Yeah, and they'd move, I guess, like Houston up to the sixth spot. I believe right, so, maybe yes. they can still get the spot. Yeah. So uh that there's a lot of implications here. Um I a couple weeks ago after the buy for the Bills, uh they were I think at 500, they were plus money to make the playoffs. I took them to win the division, I took them to win the conference, the Super Bowl. So I'm all over the Bills. I'm going to take them to win the the division here. I know the Dolphins are good at home. I know the Bills aren't great on the road, but I think all the momentum is going in Buffalo's way and I think they're going to beat Miami on the road and win the division. Tom, I'll throw it to you next. Who do you like to win the AFC East? I'm going to agree with you here, Matt. I'm looking at the Dolphins injury report right now. Obviously, Chubb is done for the year, I believe, right, with a knee injury. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill, he's going to play, but he's still got the banged-up ankle. Davian Howard didn't practice all week with a foot injury. Raheem Moser didn't practice all week with uh, a knee and ankle injury. I'm not worried about that. Because Devon A. Chain, I'm fine with him filling in because he's – extremely good in his own right but he's a little banged up he's got a toe and a rib injury that he's been limited all week 
Teron Armstead has been limited and did not practice. This everybody who's a difference maker on this team, Jalen Waddle hasn't practiced all week either. Um, everybody who is a difference maker on this team, it seems, is hurt. And the Bills are completely healthy outside of the guys they already lost, like uh, Trey White and Matt Milano, because they've already lost earlier in the year. Demar Hamlin's questionable. I may change my pick. I think I actually like Mike Miami in this one. Yeah, I, I, I think he logged the limit. I think he logged the limit of practice today. <laughs> He was limited. Yeah, so he'll play. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> so that is yeah. And then on top of that, there's five other guys that are banged up for the the Dolphins, and the Bills also destroyed them early in the season. It's a different Bills team then than it was now. I'd say they were they were they were kind of like riding a high back then, and then they took a dip, and now they're kind of back to where they were. They've been hot. They're beating good teams. Um, the only concern is that at times that offense against the Patriots, they have a good defense, the Patriots, and it's a divisional game, so you gotta just trust Belichick kinda knew what he was doing. But like the Bills offense like really had a hard time moving the ball. Like they scored twenty seven points, but they had like three turnovers in the Patriots zone. Or zone it's not hockey, on the Patriots side of the field. That's like they should score more points when that's the case. And when you are playing Bailey Zappi, who really cannot move the ball whatsoever. So that's a little concerning, but with how banged up his offense offense is, I think it cuts the Bills a little slack. And I believe in the beginning of the season, I did pick the Bills. So I am, again, I'm going to roll with the team that can help my preseason pick um, all the way. All right. Do we got a clean sweep, Tom, or you're like in your Dolphins to win this one? Am I supposed to pick this game based on what I think will happen or what will make me happy? Because I don't think those are the same right now. Because. If the Dolphins win the division, I'll be so happy that I predicted it. They were supposed to be... I'm pretty sure they were third when the season started. I think the Jets were ahead of them, if I'm right. I don't fully remember. But the Dolphins did not have great odds. The Bills were heavy favorites. So picking the Dolphins made me felt good. And they were they were insane to start the year. But this game alone, I feel like Buffalo is going to win this game. But then if the Dolphins do beat them, then they win the division. I can't even celebrate because I just picked against them. So I think I have to do the hard thing here. And Tom just listed the injury report. It's not looking good. But he also did mention the Bills have kind of struggled somewhat. And, like, the Dolphins just got absolutely destroyed by the Ravens last week. You have to assume that this week at practice, they're having everyone laser-focused, locked in, ready to go. And I'm going to have to just ride with my initial preseason. I'm taking the Dolphins here. I honestly didn't know what I was going to pick until about five minutes ago but i'm gonna take the dolphins here i guess it's an upset considering they're three-point dogs mainly because if they win the division and i picked against them i will be very upset with myself so taking the dolphins writing my initial thoughts and hopefully they win and that's going to for my playoffs that's going to cause a lot of um seating questions and the bills could potentially fully miss out if they lose this game there we go. So we don't we have a little bit of parody there at the end. You gotta take your team. I respect it. I respect it. So for the upsets, are we all just gonna go with teams that we just picked? Because it's really hard to kind of figure out an upset on like these backup quarterbacks who's getting benched. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna take the easy route here. I'm just gonna take Chicago as my upset because I want to yeah, take them with their plus Chicago three. As well. And then I was gonna say, yeah. Dom, do you just want to take the Dolphins plus three? I'll probably do that. I also do think the Chiefs still win. Like as of right now, they're three and a half point dogs. I think they're just like even with their backups, they're probably still better than the current Chargers. Who's their backup? Is it Gabbert? I'm pretty sure it's Gabbert. Oh wow! And uh, like, yeah, Easton Stick I, has been awful. I know he's not very good. 
I honestly think the because Flacco's not playing. I kind of like the Bengals. Are the Bengals dogs? No, the oh, never mind. They're seven point favorites. They're huge favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Everybody likes the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Never mind. I was like, all right, maybe the Browns were like very close, like pick up or something, or plus three or minus three. But no. What about Tennessee? Play spoiler at home. Hey, Colts are plus one. You guys love making fun of me for taking small small underdogs. So maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe you're not the taking them. That's I'm, t- I'm taking the Bears. The I mean, you did the Titans like. If they pull off this upset and the Jaguars somehow fully miss the playoffs, that would be something crazy. I, it could, I, mean, sick, could I, I don't see the Jaguars in the playoffs. Like I think I think the Browns beat the Jaguars for sure. Like I would rather see. Would you rather see uh, Pittsburgh? Well, because that was like, well, the There's because, a lot of teams because like, they're late. Because the the trade off is if it's not Jacksonville, then it could be the Colts, and it's like that's. I, I. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So if Jacksonville loses, though. The loser, I think, of that game will most likely be out the Texans Colts game as well. If Jacksonville loses, they go to nine and eight, and then I think Buffalo, Buffalo gets in. If Buffalo yeah, gets Buffalo, in, regardless if they lose, and then I think if Pittsburgh wins, they're in as well. So there's only yeah, one so AFC South team. I'm trying yeah. to get a scenario where there's two. There's okay, so there's a chance if the Ravens win, the Colts win, the let me see if this game matters. If the Ravens win, if the Colts win, and if the Titans win, the Colts will win the division and the Jaguars will make it at 9-8. and eight. But if the Texans win, the Texans also get in and the Jaguars also get in. So Jeez. there's a chance that two teams make it and the Jaguars would be the seventh seed in that Wait, situation. how can the Bills not make it even if they lose? No, they're in. They're, the Bills yeah, are in yeah. regardless in this scenario okay, because okay. the uh, Steelers lost. How do the Bills not get in if they lose... If they no, lose... the bills. The bills are in, regardless for this. No, I'm saying in general. In general, if the Steelers and Jaguars both win, and the Bills lose, they're out. Okay. And I mean, the Steelers and Jaguars are both favored, so there is a chance. Like, it's not. It's not too crazy. No, it's not at all. It's cra- <sighs> yeah. I can't believe because Steelers have the tiebreaker. Because I guess the Bills' conference record will drop to six and six, and like the Steelers will go to seven and five, and same with the Jaguars if they both win. Hmm. That's gross. Oh, I, I want to see Buffalo. I want to see Buffalo in the playoffs. I'm a Steelers fan, but like the Steelers have a zero percent chance of beating Miami or whoever they play in Week One of the playoffs. Like the Bills actually have a chance to go all the way. Yeah, it would be Miami if the Steelers make it. You know, you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, no I'm kidding. Um, all right, so those are pretty much our upset picks. Uh, so Dom, how'd you want to do the seating predictions? Um, so I'm just gonna show it on the screen of what our okay final seedings are if you want to like just run through them and then um that's really yeah. it's not too much because it's the four games we predicted and then a few other games do have relevance so that way we can see what our official seeding uh predictions are okay uh yeah i'll just go for afc do you, uh yeah, i'll just do we'll do afc around and then we'll do nfc around so uh AFC, I got obviously the Ravens as the one seed. Bills, two seed because they end up beating the Dolphins. Uh, they're going to be going up against the seven seeded Texans, who also beat the Colts. Uh, you have the three seeded Chiefs, who locked that in against the six seeded Dolphins because they lost the Buffalo. And then four seeded Jacksonville because I do think they beat Tennessee against five seeded Cleveland. Uh, I'll throw to you, Dom. Who do you have? Yeah, so mine is drastically different just because I'm riding with the Dolphins. So, first uh-huh. off, the Ravens do get the one seed. I have the Dolphins as the two seed winning the division, taking on your Pittsburgh Steelers as the seven seed. Let's go. I then have the three-seeded Chiefs hosting the six-seeded Houston Texans, and then I have the four-seeded Jaguars hosting the Browns. 
this is the scenario where the Bills don't make it. If I think the Steelers and the Jaguars both do win this week, and if Miami does win, which is a possibility and I kind of hope it happens, the Bills will miss the playoffs, which is crazy because if you put the Bills on a neutral field right now today, how many teams are they losing to? At most four, maybe? Like, it's one of those things that they're so good, they've really turned it around and they might not make it. So, some something to watch. Dude, that game has neutral, a lot of impact. Yeah, neutral field, like, tomorrow, the Bills may be favorites against every AFC team besides the Ravens. I think the Ravens would still be, like, slight favorites. But after yeah. that, yeah, I think the Bills are probably second. Wild. And they might miss the playoffs completely, which yep. would be kind of a shame because you want to see the best teams in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. they just had that brutal, like, midseason stretch. Uh, so, Tom, uh, how does your AFC picture look? My picture, I think it's the same as yours, Matt. It went Ravens 1, uh-huh. Bills 2, Chiefs 3, Jacksonville 4 because they think they beat the Titans, Cleveland 5, Miami 6 because they lose to the Bills, and then Indianapolis 7th because I picked the Colts. So gotcha. that would that checks out. Yep. All right. Um, all right, so for the NFC, uh, obviously Niners 1 seed for me. Uh, I do think Dallas beats the Commanders, so they're going to get the 2 seed going up against 7 seed in Seattle because I do think uh, Green Bay will lose. So I got 3 seeded Detroit against 6 seeded uh, the Rams, and then I got 4 seed Tampa versus 5 seed Eagles. Uh, Dom, who do you have? Yeah, mine's slightly different again. I think the the I think the 49ers still win this week with all their backups, so I have them as the 1 seed. That drops the Rams to seven for me. I have the Rams going to Dallas in the first did round. They not, seven I'm sorry two. to cut you off, but did they not? Did they not lock up the one seed? 49ers did. No, they have, all the 49ers um, backups are in, but like I think they'll still beat the Rams. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think they they already locked up the one seed though. They right? locked up the one seed. Yeah, yeah. So that's why the backups oh okay, are my bad. I thought you said something how like they could still win even with their backups, so like they're gonna get the one seed. Like, yeah, no, because if if the Rams win, they'll be seated higher. But I gotcha. think the Niners still beat them, so that's why I have the Rams as the seven seed. Um, I have Green Bay then as the six seed because I think they win and I think the Rams lose. And I have Green Bay going through Detroit, which would be a nice divisional game in the first round. And then same as you, I have the five seeded Eagles going to the four seeded Bucks. Gotcha. And yeah, mine's the same as Matt's again. San Francisco as the one, and then Dallas playing seven seeded Seattle. Um, Detroit playing the six seeded Rams and. Tampa playing the five-seeded Eagles. With yeah. both of you guys having Seattle, you think the Cardinals don't have any chance of winning this week? It's not like I don't think they have any chance. I just I think Seattle pulls this game out. I mean, there is there they didn't clinch. There are scenarios where Seattle doesn't get in. Um, I think there's a few scenarios where Seattle doesn't get in. So I personally think that they're going to be the Cardinals. Even let me check this one. If, Cardinals can play spoiler. They obviously so, can. I mean, they, they definitely can. Even if Seattle wins, if Green Bay wins and the 49ers win, Seattle will still miss it. They'll, they'll lose the tiebreaker. Yeah, but I picked the Bears, so then that would, that would just give Seattle. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, even if the Rams – okay, say the Rams lose and everybody else wins, the Rams still locked up a playoff spot. The Rams are in the playoffs, yeah. No matter what, okay. So, yeah, yeah gotcha. So, yeah, they, basically that means Green Bay would get six, Rams get seven, Seahawks still out. Yeah. Yeah. So the only way Seattle makes it at this point is they if the Bears win. Yeah, yeah, that's the only way. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm very excited for Week 18. Uh, I don't know if I needed two Saturday games, but I guess it's cool. I guess it gives us something to watch on Saturday if you're not watching college yeah, basketball. Yeah, it's fine. And f- for whatever reason, before we um, fully going into the national championship, the FCS national championship is Sunday at 2 o'clock. Don't know why they picked that time instead of Saturday at noon when there's nothing on. But that's another thing which just makes no sense to me. 
who's playing between is Montana, South Dakota State. South Dakota yeah. State, yeah. South Dakota State's probably going to win. Oh, yeah, they're going to win pr- pretty easily. What's with the Dakota State just being the elite? Uh, Dakotas FCS and Montanas, they, they run the FCS, and JMU used to, but for a little big time now. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> um, so, Dom, I'll give you the four for the national championship game. But what, what we got here? Yes, yeah, so we slightly previewed it right when we started. Um, Michigan is, I guess, hosting technically uh, Washington in the national championship down in Houston. Um, do you guys remember how Michigan like cheated earlier this year, and now nobody cares about it? They did. I guess they'll like, care about it next year, but yeah, not anymore. It's one of those things where everybody knows that something like fishy happened. Everybody knows they were cheating, and then everyone kind of just like gave up and was like, "Yeah, we don't care." So. I, I don't know. To me, that seems a little weird. I don't know why it's like that. Um, this is... It's it's one of the more unlikely scenarios because no one really thought Washington was going to win. Like Throughout this year, they were just underdogs multiple times and kept on winning. Something about this team, I talked about it uh, in the recap. Michael Penix Jr. is just on fire, dropping balls right where they need to go. Um and Michigan's defense, people are kind of making fun of Jalen Milrow for having like 100 passing yards against Michigan. He still scored 20 points and against defense that allows nine per game. So that seems pretty good. If you can move the ball, I think you have a shot. Michigan is favored by four and a half. I don't know if this is going to work out by any means. I think Washington could win this game. I don't know if this is me like hating on Michigan. I know Tom's probably picking Michigan. I feel like he's going to lean that way. But... Something about like Washington just always being the underdog, always being counted out. Maybe they do pull off this upset, or we could also see a situation like last year where Georgia beat TCU like sixty to seven, and Michigan just destroys Washington. Like that's definitely possible, but Washington just keeps calling out these close games. Michael Penix Jr. just I'm gonna just buy some stock in him now. We'll see what happens uh, for his NFL future. And like I said, this game will either be a close Washington win or Michigan will probably just steamroll them and I'll look like an idiot right now. But that's what I'm feeling. It should be at least an exciting game. Um, I know people, a lot of people probably haven't watched Washington a lot this year. They can get into some um, quick scoring drives. I remember one game earlier this year, they scored, I think it was like 20-something points before they even touched the ball on offense. Like their defense can make plays too, so... Hope, hoping it's a good game. Hopefully it's better than last year, and uh, I'm going to hope that a purple team this year pulls it out, unlike last year. All right, so, Tom, I guess you kind of already spoiled if you guys are watching on YouTube who you like between these two teams. Yeah, I'm going to roll Michigan. Um, they did. They beat the better team, I think, at this point in the season, although Texas did beat Alabama. I think the Alabama team of last week is better than the Texas team of last week. Um, and I think... That fact that you did say, Dom, that Washington put together these quick scoring drives, but if there's one defense probably in the entire country that I want to go up against that team, it's Michigan. And Michigan can still score. Um, they, like The Big Ten doesn't score a lot of points, but I'm still feeling confident in the Wolverines. I picked them to make the championship in the preseason, but to lose to Georgia. And I guess I will roll with my pick now because since Georgia's out, I will pick the Wolverines. All right, so I'll one go... Thing, wait, hold on, before you do. Yeah. One thing I do want to mention. You said something about Michael Penix's NFL future. I want to see him on the Vikings bad. Really bad. I want like I want the Vikings to take him, whichever pick they have. 
I want him throwing to Jordan Addison. I want him throwing to Justin Jefferson. I just think that would be awesome. And I think the Vikings can immediately make themselves a still high-powered offense with him. But that's just a quick, unrelated take. Something I want. And just while you brought that up, we did get a comment on the last video that could the Seattle Seahawks take Penix? Because, I mean, the university is in Seattle. It would be like they're they're already rooting for him. It's like and, the Kenny I mean, Pickett, Kenny Pickett to the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Sorry, he works Seahawks out. Seahawks fans, if it, if it if it's anything like the Kenny Pickett situation, you probably just want to take somebody who's not from the state of your, your team. So I mean, I think that could be interesting too, because Geno's kind of in this weird like bridge territory right now. So that's another yeah. uh, possibility. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Washington in this one. Uh, I just love their offense, man. Like, Dylan Johnson's kind of a beast. I know he didn't, like, do all that well against Texas, but he did have two touchdowns. Uh, like, is going in the first round as one of the better receivers in the country. And a loaded receiver class as well. You could put him probably as receiver number three after Malik Neighbors and uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. And then, yeah, I do wonder... Like, if Michael Penix uh, Jr., I think based off, like, this college football playoff run, what he did in the Pac-12 chip, he's going to go in the first round, I think. Um, obviously, the age is a little scary, um, but I-, I think, man, if he tore, like if he has a very good game against Michigan, he may be a sure thing. Like, he could end up at Minnesota, like Tom just suggested. So, I like Washington to win. Um, I kind of like the underdog here. I, I just kind of like Pac-12 football. I know it's not a lot of defense. It's a lot of offense. But Michigan, I'll always say it, the Big Ten kind of a Mickey Mouse schedule throughout the year. Yes, they beat Alabama, so I will give them props for that. Yes, they beat Ohio State, but um, I'm going to give Washington and their track record the win here as the underdog and Washington. So I predicted a Pac-12 team to win the national championship in the preseason, so I'll take this as a point, like 2% dub here. So, Well, I was going to say, as you were going on there talking about the conferences, no matter what happens in this game, I know, we get the defending next champion will be a Big Ten team. Oh, yeah, true. And I think we get both these teams next year, which is pretty they play, Yeah, they play like they play. week six or something at Washington, I think. so. Which is dope. Which would be crazy, especially if like Washington wins this game and then defends it. But yeah, either either way, the Big Ten's getting a title tonight. Uh, they're, they'll claim it somehow, some way, if Washington <laughs> wins. They probably will. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Um, I'm glad it's like newer teams, at least in the uh, college football playoff. Like no Georgia, no Alabama. Um, I know we've had Ohio State a couple times as well. So it'll be cool to see Michigan here for the first time. And nobody probably predicted Washington going into the year. I know a lot of people thought like Oregon was going to eventually beat them. And yeah, we're going to get Washington in, the, in uh, at least the college football playoff championship. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for our week 18 preview, our national championship preview, and basically our playoff seating predictions. I'm very excited for what's going to happen after week 18 because we're going to get the playoffs. And then we're basically into the offseason for about what 18 other teams in the league so i want to do kind of like rebuilding teams in our minds especially teams that are going to have had coach openings multiple draft picks um which i'm excited for and we should have a mock draft out for you guys as well um once the week 18 is done and we pretty much know most of the draft order obviously some things can change throughout the playoffs but thank you guys all for watching and listening if you're on youtube would appreciate you guys dropping a thumbs up um letting us know what you guys thought in the comments thank you guys if you also watched all 18 previews this year um it's pretty cool we're gonna be doing them throughout the playoffs as well and our reaction will come out next week and if you're listening on apple podcast or spotify we'd appreciate a rating and review over there as well here's to a good week 18 hopefully we see the Steelers in the playoffs i don't think it's gonna happen though and we'll catch you guys in the week 18 reaction peace